Okay, so just a brief introduction. Dan Arbell has been involved with the Jewish Vegetarian Society for many, many years since the beginning and really keeping things going. And, uh, and also, now that we're trying to get revitalized, the last weeks he's been sending messages out. Many of you probably got his email messages. Been working. This whole place would not be painted so beautifully without him and work in the garden and the lighting. Done great things and he's going to do a lot more. So, now uh, first, I want to tell you about what we are doing here in the Jewish Vegetarian International Vegetarian Society in Jerusalem, and why there is an international Jewish Vegetarian Society. The International Jewish Vegetarian Society was founded to promote the vegetarian ideal and its relations to Jewish sources. A vegetarian abstains from eating animal flesh, including meat, foam, and fish. Well, that's, you probably all know. Our activities are focused on topical areas in Judaism that relate to vegetarianism. These include health issues, proper nutrition, and health implications of meat eating, the environment, pollution, and compassion to animals. But the environment we'll hear later, Richard is a specialist in that. And we are planning an educational campaign about the benefits of vegetarian diet as well as the idea of, the, of a Jewish vegetarianism to various subgroups in the Israeli society like medical community, nutritionists, doctors and dietitians. We have monthly lectures and uh, this is the first lecture of this season and we have food demonstrations and other activities and, uh, here at the center. We have had lectures about microbiotic way of life, reversing heart disease using vegetarianism, which has proved that vegetarians have less heart problems, the status of animals in Israel, and natural healing through food therapy. We also host an annual set of a Tubishwad, and we have here uh, Steve Kelter, who, who does that for us every year. Secondly, but not least, I want to thank Joseph Tamir, for his help to bring about that we could keep these premises. As you, you, he explained to you all the difficulties, and he has made great efforts on our behalf, and I'm convinced that without his help, we could not have been here tonight. And also thanks to Richard Schwartz for everything that he has done in, uh, all the time. He spent many, many hours to re revitalize the society, uh, and sending emails and everything. And uh, also thanks to Peter, Peter Singer, there. Uh, he has uh, helped us also in financing the painting and, and also uh, has worked hours in the garden. That's what you can see the result, which is very, very beautiful. And uh, what it's also important to mention, Philip Pick, he's the founder of the society. I met Philip over 40 years ago. I was a little boy. And, uh, I'm, and it was his dream to make a society in Jerusalem. And um, his uh, dream, Jerusalem, the capital of Israel. And he, the, the dream came through. In the parasha that we read yesterday in the Petah Knesset, whoever has been there. Uh, it's, we were reading, Behold, I have given you every herb-yielding seed which is upon the face of all earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of the tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be food. Nowhere in the Bible is the promise of meat made as a reward for keeping commandments, only the promise of fruits and vine. 
and gardens and fields. Uh, everybody, Adam and Eve, and everybody up to the time of Noah, they were all vegetarians. Only much later, when uh, the people they, they felt they had to eat meat, and God said, "Look, let's let's give them, let's permit it. Otherwise, they'll do it against uh, against my permission." And at that time, they um, they allowed to make to eat meat, but they made it very very difficult. You know, kosher meat and not with milk and so on. Uh, biblical sources not only forbid cruelty but demand compassion and mercy towards animals. In the five books of Moses, there is a a number of specific laws dealing with proper treatment of animals. For instance, you may not muscle an ox as it stresses the grain. It must not be subjected to frustration of facing food while it works and it itself is muscled. This was extended by rabbinical interpretation to other animals, even birds, working within sight of food. Animal owners are required to rest the animals as they rest themselves on Sabbath. When we do the Kiddush and Sabbat, which maybe some of you know, we, we talk about we're not allowed to work, and also the animals should also rest on that day. Many rabbis and scholars are vegetarians and believe that the Jewish community should consider how cruelty to animals can be minimized or eliminated while meeting halakhic requirements. Why it is uh, that many Jewish religious leaders advocate vegetarianism, and that includes Rabbi of Britain Jonathan Sachs, late chab, uh, chief rabbi of Israel Shlomo Gorin, and the first chief, uh, chief rabbi of pre-Israel Abraham Cook. He was a vegetarian from the age of ten, and he wrote books about vegetarianism. And the former chief rabbi of Ireland David Rosen, he considers the consumption of meat. Halakhically, halachi, unacceptable. He's uh, David Rosen, who many of you know, he's also a member of the board and active in our organization. Rabbi Shlomo Riskin stated that the kosher laws are designed to teach us compassion and to lead us to vegetarianism. And to just to mention a few other no, um, uh, vegetarians, Nobel Prize winner Shai Agnon, Mossad chief, the new present one, Meir Dagan. Mordechai Ben Parat, Porat, he's the, an ex-member of the Knesset, the late Shmuel Jacobson, former secretary of the Knesset, and the late Isaac Bashevitz Singer, the author, was also a vegetarian. Now, of course, there are many, uh, Bernard Shaw and many non-Jewish people. Uh, I just mentioned now the Jewish people. Uh, Rabbi Ovadia Zusef is a strong advocate of animal rights and has favored banning the productions of foie gras in Israel the goose liver. The law took effect in April 2006. We in the society also um, promoted that law and, and, and convinced uh, the rabbi Wadia Yosef to, to help us, and he did. The Torah is full of commandments demanding human treatment of animals, yet the modern factory farms that produce over 90% of the animal products we consume today today raise the animals in unconscionable conditions of abject misery. Uh, everybody, whoever has been to a slaughterhouse uh, is a vegetarian today. It, it is terrible to see the way the, the animals are slaughtered. Jewish vegetarians argue eating factory farm meat contravenes the, prespe- the precepts of the Torah twice. Once by harming the animals and once by not taking care of your own health. 
There are 2,500 uh, black Hebrews living in Dimona, and all, and all these members, of the, the, all the 2,500 members, are strict vegan. They don't eat any meat, they don't drink, and they don't smoke. They lived in Israel for over 40 years, and they had only, during all this period, they have only two cases of cancer. And we have in Israel a completely vegetarian village, Amerim in the Galilee, near Tzvat, which is uh, probably very unique in the whole world. Close to 10% of the population in Israel are vegetarians. And now it's very interesting because our neighbor here, Tzipi Livnin, she has been a vegetarian since she was 13. We invited her here tonight. She said she couldn't come, she had to go to the president. <laughs> so we told her to take the president along, and he doesn't live too far away either, but he also was not able to come. And, um, uh, and, uh, but she would come otherwise, had it not been... Ah, uh, yes, maybe. Uh, the the ch chief rabbi Haifa, Shah Yeshua Kohen, he wrote a very nice letter uh, saying he's unable to come tonight, but he supports us in any way. He was a born vegetarian, and, and um, uh, his father was uh, Nazir Cohen, and, and um, also, of course, a vegetarian. Rabbi Rosen and Rabbi Shah Yeshua Cohen and members of the Black Hebrews will all be among the lecturers in the coming months. We'll send an invitation to everybody who is here tonight. Thank you very much. I give the word to Richard.